I want you to get up now. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell, I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore! Yeah. Welcome back to Belligerence. I'm Dean. And I'm Jay. Are you really? I don't know who I am today. Jay has COVID. Do I? I don't know. You keep say, you've said it like eight times since you got up here. I can't smell anything. You can smell things. Let me te- Give me that glass cleaner. Let's test this. Spray it up in the air. Oh, can fuck. You it? Yeah, all right. You're, you're, <laughs> you're good. All right. Show's canceled. Jesus Christ. Yeah, you really took a deep hit of that. Oh, man. That was like... That wow, sh- even I can smell it. Right? Damn. It's like that, that shit they put in your fucking nostrils. Oh, look who's fucking calling. I put that on my Cheerios. Um, so, hey, the world's at war, Jay. Is it? It sure seems like it. I'm sad. Why? Because I don't need another world war. Well, it won't be a world war. It'll be a civil one. I don't want that either. Um. I'm not going to get too deep into it. I don't Good, I'm glad, because I don't want to talk about this yeah, shit. I, I, I know you're not in the mood. I'm not really in the mood, but I do want to say that we released uh, something of a statement, I guess, on our Instagram page, at Belligerence Podcast. Um, you can read that, and that is our take on what's happening. Um, also, just to let the people know, uh, we will be donating all of our ad revenue between now and the end of 2020 to three different Black Lives Matter uh, charities, which you can find on our Instagram. Um, and yeah, and we, will be, oh, and we will be matching that donation. So it'll be twice, whatever our ad revenue is through the end of the year. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so anyway, uh, obviously everyone out there, uh, pro- protesting for a good cause, stay safe, be smart, wear a mask, etc. Yeah. Um, that's really important. Wearing a mask part. Yep. Well, you know we're starting to uh, we're starting to come out of this thing. You know, mass only had three hundred new cases today. It's or actually I don't even think it was two three hundred. I think it was like two something, and uh, an infection rate like below three percent. So it's like, man, we finally made some progress. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, I really hope. I mean, it's still a worthy cause. I I just hope that like it doesn't blow up again, like completely out of control, blow up again. No, because um. I went to pick up a pizza a little while ago. Oh, by the way, you made me get pizza. Oh, really? So you texted me. I, I asked you if you wanted to do the show earlier, and you go, "I'm getting a pizza." And I was, <laughs> and I thought about pizza for two hours after you sent that text message. I, I, I even said to Laura, "I'm like, hey, you know, do you want to get something else?" And she's like, "No, you said you wanted pizza." And for some weird reason, I don't know what it is, but my wife has this lock on her brain. That it just locks into one thing. And I said, but I don't, you know, we don't have to get pizza. If you want to go try like some new, you know, restaurant that we haven't tried, you know, we can always get. Wait, where are you going? No, get takeout, you know? Yeah. And, um, and, and she said, well, no, you wanted pizza. And I said, what, what, why can you stop with the fucking pizza? Can we, I'll try anything, right? I don't care. I'm hungry. 
but you wanted pizza. I was like, oh my God. I felt like I was talking to a parrot. Yeah, but see, <laughs> but this is the way the two of you interact like 90% of the time. I know, but I, I, I was trying to make it so that. You guys like fucking Abbott and Costello sometimes. It's really something to watch. Well, anyway, we got pizza. <laughs> I did so too. I go to high five for pizza. I go. No, don't. don't I was going to turkey you, man. Yeah, high five. <laughs> Um, I was gonna, I was, so I, I, I pull up to Bacucci's and what an overrated restaurant. I like Bacucci's pizza. Yeah. I see. I, I've had real Bacucci's pizza like this when they first started in Cambridge. Um, are they a local company? Yeah. Oh yeah. They had like brick. It was, it was small. It was a tiny place. They, you know, downstairs they had, which is really interesting. It was, it, it, you go downstairs and there was, um, like, cause it's wicked Italian, so there's there was a shuffleboard thing downstairs in the there restaurant. Cambridge, yeah. Oh, Northborough was their headquarters, but it's not necessarily. Well, that's their headquarters now. Somerville, Somerville, Davis that's Square. what it was. Somerville. Davis, wow, Square. Davis Square, no yeah, shit, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. So we so we go downstairs and waiting for the pizza to cook, and we would play shuffleboard. Huh. Yeah. Bocce. Also, it was called Bertucci's Pizza in Bocce. Yeah, there was Bocce there too. We I played like Bocce. We man. played shuffle though. It was shuffleboard because the old Italians were playing the Bocce and you couldn't go near it. Bocce, the whitest bocce. thing ever invented. Okay, but anyway, so we walk in there. <laughs> so I mean, I pull up and I sat there, and there's big signs on the door. It says "Do not enter, do not come in," and it. Oh, at Bertucci's? Yeah, and I just sat there, and, I, and in the car, and you get a call. I have a phone number. It says call for, you know, curbside pickup. And, um, yeah, I just, it just aggravated me. Why? Because I'm fucking tired of this. Uh, I want to go into Baker a, said that I want to go into a restaurant. Well, tomorrow you can start sitting outside. Well, yeah, that's cool because it's summertime. And I mean, they're, they're taking applications. Uh, they're going to allow restaurants to use parking lot space for outdoor seating oh that's kind of cool and sidewalks so like in the city for example like on like cafes well the bike lanes they're they're blocking off like the first lane of traffic so that they can give room to the restaurants for outdoor seating oh that's pretty cool yeah i I think they're banking on traffic remaining light well i hope so well i don't think a lot of companies are going back to work anyway i just i just really miss going into a restaurant like you said in the last podcast we Going down to local, you know. The yeah, and I got sad looking at the dump. Yeah, yeah it's, it sucks, man. I don't know. So anyway. Well. But the pizza, I have to say, uh, because they're not a full-blown restaurant, I think this is the best pizza I've ever had by them. What'd you get for a pie? <laughs> uh, it was a veg- vegetable pizza, but it didn't have any sauce on it. So it was pizza, like a pizza blanca. So it had... Um, it had uh, for like a base. It had caramelized onions, and caramelized garlic, and then all the other stuff was tr- thrown on top. Nice. It was. Uh, it was really good. I really enjoyed it. Laura even thought it was good. So that's a plus. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard for me to impress your wife. No, pizza's tough Sexual. with Laura. It, it really is. It's tough. Well, she's a chef. Everything's gonna be tough. Yeah. Certain things like pizza, though, is like you really have to be. It has to be phenomenal pizza for her to have more than one piece. We've talked about pizza a lot the last couple of episodes. It's because pizza is amazing. I could do a podcast about pizza. I had a thing called Burger Pizza Guy on YouTube. Oh, I remember Burger Pizza Guy. Yeah. Should we pull him up? Sure. Um, while we do that, 
Um, what can we talk real quickly about? I'm just laughing because you you don't remember the whole tagline at the end of every uh... vaguely. I remember there was a tagline. Okay, we'll find out. Um, but real quick, can I we... only did three videos. Look at that though; that came out pretty good though, didn't it? Before we do that, can we talk about the man that like tackled my car yesterday? <laughs> I didn't I didn't see it. I was in the store, but I still can't fucking believe that happened, so, man. So, Jay and I get coffee every morning together. And uh <laughs> we stopped at a convenience store yesterday. And this really aloof man and he, he was like 6-7, right? Yeah, he's a big dude. And he had like a grungy tank. He looked like Andre the Giant. And he walks out of the store and he's just looking like bird watching or something. And he, he he walks into my car and he he literally folds over it like an accordion and just goes like like right onto the hood, like sprawled out on the hood, dude. Like he was so alarmed that he, he was so alarmed that like there was a car there. I'm fucking so crying. He literally sprawls out of my hood and then like I'm I'm I don't know what I'm speechless. Dude, what I, if he I'm, what's really weird about that is what, what if, if he, he like said, knocked himself out and said that you hit him when you pulled in? I mean, I was in a parking spot. I know. In front of the there's nowhere to go. Um oh my god. No, but I I didn't even know what to say. Like I just looked at him and like he goes, "Oh, sorry. Sorry, sorry. Sorry." And I'm I'm literally just star- I had my my mouth was actually open. I was just staring at him. I didn't know what to say. And and I come and out. I, I tried so I tried so hard not to start laughing in his face, man. It was, and then he got in his car and he was like sniffing his hands. And I mean, he's because I I looked over. You said, "Dude, look at this guy next to me," and didn't tell me the story yet. And I look over. and I was like, "What's he spitting?" He was like spitting shit out. But he was on the Maybe passenger. He was spitting out his teeth because he slammed them off my fucking hood. But he was on the passenger side. Yeah, it was weird. You weren't. I wish you were in the car. I can't. I'm so fucking mad. I was literally. I was. I went to get a bag of ice. Because I made cold brew, which is very good, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got a bag of ice, and I didn't see it. I was paying for the ice, and when I came out, though, Dean's sitting there like, look at the guy next to you. I'm like, what about him? It's like, that guy just literally sprawled out, <laughs> slammed into my car. I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> the whole ride, I kept saying, what the fuck? It like, very strange. Oh, that's people, when you wish you have a dash cam. People, man. People, would, I don't know what's going on out there. Well, you know, everybody's been locked up for uh, but you do, 70 I, odd days, you know? It's true, though. You do start, like, I definitely feel like I'm a little bit crazier than I was three Losing months your ago. mind? Yeah, <laughs> for sure. I think my mental state has definitely declined over the last three. Would you say that? I think all of us have, actually. Um, I've right. been talking to my wife lately. Like, oh, good. No, no, like about time. No, like I literally will. I'll, I'll just be like, "Hi, hi, Laura." I'll do that too for like hours, dude. <laughs> no wonder she hates me. Um, so we have your burger pizza guy up here. There he is. There he is. I'm gonna play the Wahlburgers one because I you think, gotta. I think it's your strongest. But you gotta admit, I did a good job on this. Uh, you know page. what? You know what? You know what? I'm. Uh, what I'm noticing, you're what? fucking, look at your studio. Yeah, it was really hard. It's Bob. like primitive. It was horrible back then. Look at the shelving. Yeah. Ugh. Well, it was really like a second bedroom at the time. You, know, uh, you have your curtains up, nothing. Nothing. And, oh, that was on your computer. It was on the other side of the room. Yeah, and there's all kinds of like, uh, there's a skeleton hanging behind me on the th- second picture. 
We have you set up a you set up a fucking intro screen for this thing. Yeah, it's burger pizza guy. So let's set this up. Jay went to Wahlburgers. He didn't like it. Didn't like it. Did you like it? It, it was the most horrible experience I ever had. And well, then, why don't you tell the Wahlburgers story first? All right. So Laura and I were up at uh, Market Street, and uh, they not had just Market o- they had just opened up Wahlburgers. Which, and, if you're not local. Or familiar. Well, actually, they're all over the place now, well, right? They're in California too. Is, is the Wahlberg family? You know, Donnie Mark. There's a third one. I don't. I don't remember his name. Ralph. Ralph Raphael. Well, what's his name? Uh, Donnie Mark and Hank. Tim. Bobby. <laughs> um, Bobby Wahlberger. You know what? It might be Bobby. <laughs> I don't think it's Bobby. Okay. Anyway, they opened a burger joint, and it's like a, it's like a five guys type. I've never been there actually, so I'm talking. Oh, actually, wait, I was there at an airport once, and it was a it was disgusting. Thank you, but it was like I was in like Ontario, California airport. It was like the most random place. Well, that's so. Well, we went in there, and I want I said I want to know what's so great about this place. You know, everybody's like, oh, you got to go, you got to go, and they had, they might have been open maybe like two weeks, right? Okay. So we go in, and the wait was no problem. We sat down in like three minutes. And the girl comes over, very nice, and, and she says, hey, you know, uh, you know, what would you like, blah, blah, blah. Sorry, that was in the recording. That's okay. And so, anyway, uh, you know, we ordered the burgers and uh, their onion rings, which I'll get to that in a minute because they're not real fucking onion rings. They're shredded pieces of purple onion dipped in batter. It's, Are those the ones, was it Wahlburgers that puts them on the stick? You can get them like that, yes. Because I got that. But no, these you can get a basket too, and these are just shredded pieces of purple onion. But that by itself isn't that bad. That's an interesting take. <laughs> are they bad? I see. I like purple onion. I love lot. purple onion. Like I like, a, but I, I these like it a lot better than basically crumbs. Onion, you know, you know like a bat at the the end of a bag of chips. Yeah, that's what this looked like. Wait, so they were like falling apart? Yeah, that's weird. How oh. does that even happen? Well, anyway, okay. so so okay. wait, okay. so okay. so now there's a couple sits down behind us. Which is basically, I'm facing the back of that couple, and they order, and their food comes out, and the people next to us who had a child, uh, they ordered after us, and the couple who sat down after the first couple that sat down and got their food got their food, except for the couple here, and us. And we had ordered before the couple with the kid. Follow me? I think so. Okay. So point point being finally at this the, point, your food's taking too long, right? Well, finally the waitress comes out and says, Is there any can I can I get you another drink or something? I said, Well, you know, I really would like my food. And so then all of a sudden the woman speaks up that had the kid. She goes, We don't want another drink. We're getting full on drinks. This is the third drink you've offered us. We just want to eat. Hey man. It, it, so perfecting the art of burgers by wait an Italian. So we get up. So they get up and they leave. They don't pay nothing, right? No. People a few tables away from us say the same thing. They get up and leave. Laura goes, "Come on, let's just leave." I said, "No, no. I want to know what's so great about this fucking place." Okay. So finally, she comes over and she apologizes, and I said, "Look, it. I said, you know what? I'm not mad at you." I'm mad at Mark Wahlberg. I said, but I'm gonna, but your tip is gonna reflect where I'm at right now. And I said, your brigade is the one that's screwing things up here. 
Okay, so Laura got up to go to the ladies' room. Laura's a chef. Laura couldn't believe how screwed up the kitchen was because it's an open kitchen. You can see everything. She comes back, and she said, Jay, I don't think we're going to get our food for a while. Well, anyway, we get our food. Mm-hmm. Five Guys blows it away. That's all I'm going to say. Five Guys is too small. Well, this is smaller. Really? Well, Five Guys, it's just, they, they hype it up like it's this amazing, like, and then you get the burger, and it's tiny. It's like fits in the palm of your hand. But, dude. I want a fucking I want a burger. burger. Right. But you don't go to, like, a fast food joint for, like, a burger. Well, Fast food joint, you go I to like slam down two of them. But like so, so anyway, so and the, and the the fries were good. I'll give them that. The fries were delicious, but everything else, the service. So basically, all in all, and this is no exaggeration in time, we were there for almost two hours. I'd say about an hour and forty minutes oh, for a fucking bur- for a fast food burger. Because I want and Laura, fast food. Laura, you know Laura, she's getting mad at me because she just wants to leave. Yeah, and I'm like, no, 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 we're not leaving. So at when, when we finally leave, we paid the bill, I left, and as we're walking around Market Street, I'm going, I start doing the, the burger fry guy, the burger pizza guy imitation, right? And so Laura says to me, hey, you should really make a video of this. It's really funny. Well, we'll all be the judge of that. So I, well, apparently a lot of people actually that have seen this that know me, Liked it. So in typical Jay fashion, you named it Burger Slash Pizza Guy, which means no one will ever be able to find it. It's okay. (laughs) It was just done for fun. It should have been Burger Pizza, one word. It really wasn't made to have people get... It was just done for fun. If you notice, I've only done three episodes, and that's it. Should we play it? Uh, Yeah. um, What am I looking at? We're fine. We're good. Will it be loud enough? Yeah, I I fixed it. Okay, ready? I love how 45 episodes in, it's still fucking amateur hour over here. Well, you know, we're just, you know, who we are. Uh, But anyway, I I go off on it and... uh, All right, ladies and gentlemen. And I have a tagline at the end of every video that I've done. Ladies and gentlemen, burger pizza guy. Hey, listen up over here. I just went to fucking Wahlburgers, kid, right? I waited there two fucking hours. Two hours. I could have went to fucking Dorchester myself, picked up a burger, and fucking came back home and ate it. You know what I'm saying? Fucking A, kid. Never eat there again. Fucking wall burgers. Oh, I get it. I I remember now. <laughs> Don't you say fucking wall burgers at the end of every video? Yeah, play the next one. They're short. Oh, God. I listen up over here. I just went to this pizza place called Bellino's. Nice Italian name. I had a Greek pizza at an Italian place. Who fucking would have thought? It was delicioso. Trust me on this one. Wakefield, Mass. Bellino's pizza. Wait staff, amazing. Pizza, amazing. Friggin' A, kid. Try it out. I got nothing to say about fucking Wahlburgers, though. All right. Well, can we talk about the tank top you're wearing? In every in the Dude, first two episodes. I'm supposed Why to be tank top. I'm on? supposed to be a Gavone. You also did like a really good like uh Silvio from Savannah. Oh, when I went like this? The sad face. Like, <laughs> hey, like, you know how like he looks like he's frowning all the time? <laughs> 
Well, that was the whole idea. No, the third one's the best one. Well, no, one. that was the third one. Oh, no. Then you got to do the next. The, yeah, there All you right. go. Let's just say uh, you right. unmuted. Okay. Give some commentary here. Hey, how you doing? Listen up over hold here. Hold on, hold on. My hold head's on. cut hold off. On. Nice camera work, Jay. Yeah. <laughs> well, dude, I'm supposed to be like this amateur fucking Italian. Well, you nailed it. Thanks. <laughs> By the way, if you... You can't see Jay's eyeballs no. in this one because he, he the camera's too. But low, I got Sadie in the background. But there's a skeleton in the background. Oh, and your drum set. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I went to Bobby Flay's Burger Palace last night. Not bad. Pretty good. The freaking onion rings were the size of my fucking head, kid. They were awesome. Forty minutes. We sat down. We got our food. We ate. The wait staff was fucking phenomenal. Friendly, nice fucking people, kid. You know what I'm saying? Better than fucking Wahlburgers. <laughs> fucking Wahlburgers. Uh, you know what that reminds me of? And, and this isn't a compliment. Great. Um, do you know who? Do you know who fucking Dave Portnoy is? Yes. God, I can't stand him. He doesn't talk like that. But he does this. Oh Jesus, Larry. So this was a review that he did. Quote yeah, he does the pizza stuff of a roast beef from the North Shore. Here it is. Wicked funny Dave Portnoy. Uh, yes. Well, uh, no, Frankie. Special review here. I blogged about this the other day. North Shore roast beef sandwiches. That's where I'm from, North Shore, Swampscott. Uh, Swampscott Athletics are back alive thanks to the class of 95. Shut up. Baron Beverly, Nick's roast beef, famous roast beef shop. Here's the thing. The only people who know these places exist are people who grew up on the North Shore. Basically... Someone right, say, just bite the sandwich, you fucking clown. No, I don't go onion roll. <laughs> I won't go with the onion roll. I won't do it. I'll, I'll go. No, it's not so sure. It's not so sure. I'll go junior big, big beef if I want it. Oh, here you go. have to bite the sandwich. Oh, really that's funny. a good looking fucking sandwich. Fuck you know, beef is amazing. I've never been there. Because they don't sell them anywhere but here. One bite ever knows the yeah, rules. Yeah, but I was funny. It's messy as fuck. He's not funny. No, he's not funny. It's so good. It's so good. All right, that's enough. I, uh, I don't want to get into a Dave Portnoy conversation, but my God, it, any, how do people fucking watch or listen to Barstool Sports? I don't know. I do. Li- it's I do. It's a legion of fucking douche nonsense. I do. I like, do what the fuck? I do is like this some of the stuff that they post uh, when he's not in it. Yeah, um, okay, they have good writers. Yeah. They genuinely do have, like, some talented people that write for them. But this guy, he's such a fucking clown. And, like, I, I, it's probably a persona, I'm sure. And he's made a lot of money off of it. No, he's he's really like this in real life. But the other day, <laughs> did, did you see the tweet that I put out? He made some comment about Black Lives Matter. And, like, in fairness to him, it wasn't, like, it was it was fine, right? Like, I mean, you know, it was It was cool. Good. Yeah, it was, like, a, he's, a, he's a, I'm not... I'm not suggesting he's a racist, right? He's not. No, he's definitely not. It was not. a good po. It was a good thing that he said, but it was just so like dude, bro. So I, I commented. Well, on Well, he's go, definitely a bro, dude. Oh yeah. So I commented on it. And I go, hey, dude, bros, just your favorite man, bro. Here to tell you how to be cool, like to black bros, dude, bro. I'll tell you, dude. I met some super hot black chicks since I'm the smuttiest dude, bro, king of the dudes, dude. Anyway, I'm late for my sex podcast with two 18 year olds. Peace out, dudes. Wow, that, that, that's that's pretty much him in a nutshell. Did you, did you like post that? Yeah, I commented on his thing. No fucking way. I, he, he just he just fucking aggro. Dude, he just gets under my skin. He's, I, like, he's every cliche Boston douchebag. I guarantee he laughed his ass off reading that. Well, though. good. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, <laughs> fucking Wahlburgers. Fucking Wahlburgers. <laughs> um, 
So I should do more of those. You know, I, the kids should, the kids in work love them, and we they should s- do food reviews like that. But they Both they they will like you should do more burger pizza guy. And I looked at him dead in the eye. I go, I'm in my fifties. I keep eating that shit. I'm gonna fucking die. Well, you don't have to actually eat the food. No, they wanted me to do one every week. Dude, we you know what we should do. We should have. Like, uh, we remember talking about doing like microcasts. Yeah. We should do like belligerence reviews food and we should get a food item like once a week. Every time we go to an Italian place though, we got to talk like this. No, we have to talk like that all the time. Listen, this fuck, this fucking spaghetti. Hey, listen, I go down the street and I go down and get a fucking slice of pizza. I say, Hey, bakery man, give me a fucking slice of your your finest fucking pepperoni fucking Sicilian deep dish fucking pizza. So he hands me this pizza, right? And I fucking go out of my car and I'm so hungry. I'm so fucking hungry. I haven't eaten all fucking day. I woke up late. I'm, I'm all stressed out. My fucking kids are yelling. My fucking yard's a mess. So I'm like, you know what? Bobby, go get yourself a fucking slice of pizza. Relax. Calm yourself down. So I get a guy. I can't even wait. I cannot even wait to break into this fucking pizza. So I open up that bakery box. You know those fucking big... They always put too much fucking tape on them boxes. Like, what? What am I supposed to carry on a fucking box? Got to get these fucking boxes open? Oh, come on. I'm going to grow my pinky nail out like I'm fucking doing cocaine again. I get these fucking boxes open. Anyway, so I open the fucking box. I take a bite of this pizza, right? It's fucking thin. It's fucking like eating a goddamn cardboard fucking sandwich. There's no fucking sauce on it. There's no fucking cheese. So I go back in. I go, hey, bakery boy, come here. Who taught you how to make a fucking pizza, huh? I should get my fucking gumad in here to fucking teach you and your friends how Gumana? to make a proper fucking pizza. All right, you son of a bitch. Wow. Like that. Okay, like that. Dean. That, take a breath. Take a drink. Jesus, fuck. It's, do we still have the applause thing on there? I think it's the yellow one. <laughs> oh. Oh. No, the the one on the right, Jay, the one nearest to the buttons is the slider. Oh. Out. Now the, oh. I just want you to love me. Uh, that's not. <laughs> if you lower it, we're not going to be able to hear it. And horse-faced lesbian. That's not it either. All right, all right, enough. It's the green one. What the fuck, dude? Please stop. Please stop. You have four things playing at once, Jay. Wow. <laughs> the whole time that was it. Anyway, um, so see, we haven't we haven't used the uh, stinger buttons in a while. Oh, is so. that what they're called stinger buttons? I think so. Oh, okay, cute. I um, I have to get blood work done tomorrow, and I'm really freaking out about it. Why? Because like, wait a minute, hold on, hold on, hold hold, fucking on. Okay, you just went on a rant. Yeah, it's fine about pizza. Well, I was just demonstrating, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, it's like. So I got to get blood work done Well, because I'm thinking about it. It's been on my mind all fucking day, man. I've been thinking, <laughs> I don't do well with what blood work, man. Like, the, I, you know, sometimes I'm sitting around and I, th- I just think to myself, like, I have a body and it's it's like full of squishy. Yeah. And, like there's like things happening inside this, me. Yeah, this is us. This is humanity. It, but like, it's just crazy to think that like someone's going to like stick a needle into my fucking vein. And drain and you. And bring out some of my lifeblood. Yeah. Which is really blue, but it turns red when it hits the air. Uh, yeah. It's I great. hate Jay. Uh, do you, the coolest do you, how fucking do you, how thing. How do you do with blood work? I'm really good at it. So you don't you don't pass out nothing. I love it, but uh, so you love it. Yeah, I don't mind it. Do you watch them do it? Yeah. Ah, oh, fucking. Jesus well, no. So Christ. so I always get asked this question, like, "Are you going to be okay?" I look at them. I'm like, I got tattoos, and they're like, "It's not so the same." Yeah, but they're like, "It's not the same." It's not the same. Woman goes. This last time, this woman goes. 
listen, I had a guy that had big, he's a big guy, muscular guy, had tattoos all over his body. He almost passed out when I stuck the needle in him to draw the blood. It's I go, true, man. It's not the same. I go, listen. Tattoos are therapeutic. I don't really, it doesn't bother me. I hate it. I, I'm not afraid of it. You know what I like about it? I know you're going to think I'm fucking nuts. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I like it when because it just goes through a little tube and then into the thing. And it's like, I watch it. like a, It's like one of those crazy straws. Remember the oh, crazy shit. straws? I'm getting, I'm getting weak in the knees <laughs> listening to this. I'm not even joking. I just think it's cool. Uh, it's not cool, man. Like, they enter a Science vein is cool. And they take yeah, something they, that flows through you. Yeah. Uh, I just find that stuff fascinating. <sighs> I'm telling you, my, my mother used to get uh, Life Magazine. Remember the big Life Magazines? Yeah. I don't know. Were you two? No, I, I've seen them. They're like this fucking big. Yeah. And there was always stuff in them about like doctors and brain surgery, and they would show like, they would their, their, their photographers were amazing back then because they would get right into an operation or something, and they'd be like, oh, this guy had open heart surgery, first open heart surgery in America, right? I'm like reading this shit, looking at the pictures. Well, that's different though. Like that's it fascinated me. Yeah, if that fa- it, I, I'm fascinated by it too. However, I can watch other people. However, I don't know where we were. It was at a restaurant. This is no bullshit, no lie. And on one of the TVs in the restaurant, they had the operating channel on. Why would you do that at a restaurant? I have. I wonder no- if they were just fucking with people, dude. I looked up and I, I went. I do that at a I'm, restaurant. I'm eating right now, so I literally went over to the ner- the waitress, the nurse, and I go, <laughs> I go, could you please change the channel? She's like, oh my god, oh my god, and she's like panicking. It was like horrific. Like I'm sitting there eating fucking food, looking at this doctor cutting this guy's chest open. Like it was. Hey, do you know that Mark Wahlberg poked out a Vietnamese man's eyeballs? That's a true story. What? The, where does your brain go, dude? I was just thinking about Wahlburgers again. <laughs> what the fuck? And I meant to say that when you were talking about Wahlburgers. He poked out a, a Vietnamese man's eyeballs. When he was younger? Yeah. A homeless guy. Why? Because he was a piece of shit, Mark Wahlberg was. Yeah, I, I heard a lot of things. He used to do some pretty... Um, oh, my God. Have you ever seen his workout video? He's, been, he's done some pretty racist things, too. Oh, yeah. He's kind of a dickbag. Anyway... Well, Marky Mark, right? That's Mark Wahlberg. Was it, what was his, his brother's name? Is fucking uh, Donnie. Donnie. Donnie wasn't that bad, was he? Or are they both douchebags? I don't know. He has a workout video. We'll get to that, but really quick. Just when he was young. Really, really quick on blood work. I. Uh, He's old now. I am gonna pass out tomorrow. <laughs> no, I have, to, I have to make them lie me down. I used to ask them to get the you know the butterfly needles that go in your hand. No. So they have a different type of needle for children. It's just this tiny little needle, and they put it in this vein in your hand, and they tape it down, and it takes a little bit longer, but, like, it's very slow and gentle. I used to ask them to do that. Okay. But I stopped. I grew up. I'm not afraid of it. I just have this. I have a response to it. So don't look at it. It's not that. It's just knowing it's happening. Okay. It's so quick. (sighs) You would have bummed when I went there. Bro, I haven't had blood work done in like four years. I was going to say, last year when I went, remember when I had to do the kidney thing? Yeah. They took fucking five vials of blood from me, dude. How do you take five vials? Five. Did you you feel faint? No. That's a lot of blood, dude. That's like a pint of blood. It's a lot of fucking blood. Five of them. Uh, Jesus. How long did it take? I was in there for probably about 10 minutes. Getting the blood drawn? Yeah. For 10 minutes. They were drawing blood from you. Yeah. Uh, Jay? 
I think that's why I think that's why I didn't feel um queasy because she took her time. So well, she took her time. And then, you know, she had to make sure that she put the right labels on the right blood and all this stuff, and it was just fucking weird. But uh yeah, it was great. I wish there was an easier way to like cut off a finger. I was able to drink water while she was doing it. That was kind of cool. Like if I ever had kidney the God forbid, knock on wood. If I ever got like kidney disease and I needed dialysis where you have to basically get all the blood taken out of your body, cleaned and cleaned and returned returned back in your body, yeah. I don't think I could do it. It's right here. Yeah, the behind us. I don't think I could do it. You know, we're really surrounded with some fucked up shit, dude. (laughs) Well, the nursing home, we were talking about this. I don't know if we were talking about it on the show or Yeah, we did. There was like 30 deaths at that nursing home. Yeah. Um, And then right behind this part of the building that you're on is the kidney center. center. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't think And then at the corner we have... We have urgent care. We're like living in a fucking like hospital well, zone. Is, I guess this is God's waiting room area. <laughs> Jesus, don't say that, man. Because I'm first. <laughs> no, you're not. Judging by, I, I don't think that that's true. Judging by Mr. Fucking Window Feet Dangler downstairs, who's about to turn 97. Oh, Louis? Yeah. Yeah. And then the fucking Crip Keeper across the hall. Um,. <laughs> Uh, anyway, I, since we brought this up, you're gonna be fine. Thanks. If I ne- if this is my last show, it's not your. Remember me. It's not your last show. What the fuck? Imagine though, if it was, and I actually said that on the show. Like I'm, I'm saying this right now, and imagine I was saying all this. And well, I shut up, Dean. Shows would be wild, wouldn't it? No. It's like I predicted my own death. Oh my god. So back to Wahlburgers, real quick. I want to. You should have a sniff of this. <laughs> just accelerate the process. I. uh <laughs> Did you ever see Marky Mark used to do workout videos and he has one and I, and I don't want to play the whole thing. I just want to play one line from it at the beginning. You ready? Are you ready? Is this the right one? Yeah, turn the USB up. USB. There you go. Cousin. Oh man. Cuz get up. Yo. Cuz. Come on, bro. Um, Come on, let's go. I think they're sponsored by Adidas. Neil's downstairs. He's making some shakes and stuff. Let's go. Fuck you, pancakes, the whole nine yards. Fucking pancakes. Come on, cuz. I'm going to give you one minute. Cuz, look. One minute. He's trying to get Marky Mark out of bed. There's Adidas shit all over the place. Hey, he's making pancakes. Fucking pancakes. Fucking pancakes. The whole nine yards. Fucking pancakes. Marky Mark's in his underwear putting his pants on. Yo, what's up, Marky? What was Lounge that? Here with Rich Yo, what's up? Pa! 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 That's a scene transition. <laughs> what the fuck is that? the corniest video I've ever seen. It's literally just Marky Mark talking about workouts. <laughs> you want to get some inspiration from it? Maybe Come, I, I want to see it. Do you, you mind? Playing it? All right. Yo, what's up, Marky? Lounging here with Rich Menza from Gold's Gym. No handshakes in the video. <laughs> and my cousin just here. We're just lounging. He's just a kid. That's the CEO from Gold's Gym. He's just a kid. He's like in his 20s at this point. You know. He's still Marky Mark. Yeah. The, the biggest question people ask me is why am I doing a fitness video? You know, um, you know I'm a rapper. You know, but um, I've been into fitness for a while. I've learned a lot. I know that you have to learn in order to really key in on the, on the strong points, which is form. Focus and determination. And, you know, I like being in shape. What is with the clip? What do they call that? 
Uh, it's I forget what they call it. It's a timing board thing. Yeah, what is with that? He, he uses that transition like every fucking ten. Stupid. Clank, clank. I didn't know he did a ninety-two I've Calvin commercial. You know, people yeah. always ask me, you know, about running around in my underwear and and trying what? to sell my body, but I think I've accomplished a lot. I have a lot to be proud of. So you know, why not share it with people? The important thing to remember is you start. Who's this fucking nerd? <laughs> I don't know. The dude behind him, I know, is the, the president of Gold. Where you at? But there's no stopping you after that. You can, you know, you can start off with the home workout. You can start off with the push-ups. You can start off with just jogging in place. He probably wrote you it. Start off. If you repeat those things on a daily basis, you're gonna have to go on. You're gonna have to go to the next step. What? The videotape offers that. It's got, you know, the next. It's step. got, you know, the, the next step. Next step. If you start with the light work. Yo, buy my workouts. All right, there's step one, and then you do a thing, right? And then the video has got the fucking next step. And on then it, it so tells you, you that it's step, step two. Because one scene where he's looking straight at girls. Amount yes, of sets. The next day, I always get confused though. Like, as as you did two weeks ago who did Ted? Life. Him or right, his brother? Hey, let's skip ahead to the next pow. You ready? Did he do Ted or Ted? his brother? He did. His brother hasn't been in anything significant. Not in a long time. Donnie? Yeah. Well, Donnie's on um, um, Blue Bloods. He's a cop on Blue Bloods. No, whatever. Uh, he's good. He's good in it. Ready? I think he's a better actor than him. You ready for the next pow? Yeah. So, this is the part where he's working out with a woman. And so the whole so what time is this he's staring like, at her tits. So what is this like? Bam! Like like yeah. And we'll, I see. I don't know. This is the scene transitions in the nineties. Bam! Like, going, pow! Pow! Let's do this. Pow! Got my fly assist. I love how they cut it. They too cut early. it too. Yeah. So like he didn't get the whole pow and he just went pow. I got my fly assistant. Let's do this. Pow! <laughs> got my fly assistant. She's gonna help me out. She's gonna demonstrate the spot for everybody at home who needs a spot. This chick's a total bimbo, dude. I just like the way she holds on to me. So. Let's get a little closer. <laughs> What a creepy fucking bastard. Let's get a little close to that. Ready? Yeah. Uh, no. Are you going to help me count? Yep. One. Two. Three. Like, if you weren't watching this and you were just listening to it. It sounds like a porn. <laughs> Lap point or one-armed dumbbell. She is hot. We started by putting one knee up on the bench. But she's just some bimbo. Deal. Model Taking that they the found all the way down to the ground. She's not ripped. Side of the chest. She's pretty ripped. Get that shot right there. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> he did like ten reps for like fifteen pounds, and he's like, "Oh yeah, oh. She's fucking laughing at him. Yeah, like dude, you you literally it was, he has like a fifteen pound dumbbell in his hand. He just did ten reps. I, I'm, I'm, okay, I'm done with this. Oh, I get to use that view again. Right on three, baby. He's, he's op- now he's just openly acknowledging that he's staring down. He's a shirt. staring down a shirt. Ten, one, two. Three. So this, this is Next when. Squeeze, uh, 1993. Okay, so. got to the fun part. You the pool with some fly honeys. With some fly <laughs> honeys. Now we got to the good part. You can see I'm hanging by the pool with some fly honeys. He is ripped, man. Girls look good, right? All right, on three. One, two, three. Pow! <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> Dude, he didn't even do the workout. He just said one, two, three, and then went. You sure this isn't Pow! edited by anybody? No, this isn't edited. Let's do that again. See man can buy the pool with some fly honeys. Some fly honeys. The girls look good, right? All right, on three. One, two, three. Pow! What's up? It's the Monk D, Cock D, in gym workout. What? 
Yeah, I don't know. I've seen this. The like Mach D. Mach Hawk D. D, D, Hawk D? I think so. What a fucking loser. All right, I've had enough of this. Yo, some Mach D, Cock D. <laughs> fucking Wahlburgers. Huh. Um, so, the real the real meat and potatoes of the, today's the show. The real potatoes of the meatballs. So, I found my live journal. Oh, yeah, here we go. And, and I've been... Wait a minute. <laughs> Pow! Pow! That's how we should transition between things in the show from now on. Pow! I'd be okay with that. So I found my live journal. For those of you who don't know what live journal is, um, this was back in the MySpace days. In the early well, it's, it's not a dead journal. <laughs> do, we, do we have a cricket button? Like, we should have we crickets. Used to. It's, I don't think it's there anymore. <laughs> Uh, so back in the MySpace days, do you remember those days? Did you have a MySpace? I did. Really? Yes. Did you have a top eight? I didn't make it to anything. I no, no, no. The top eight was, uh, I don't know what it is. You organized your friends list and the eight that showed up on your page. Well, I don't even think eight. I had that many friends. You didn't have eight friends? Oh, I don't think so. <laughs> did you have AIM? Are you too old for that? What's that? AIM? AOL Instant Messenger? Isn't AIM toothpaste? Wow. Not Thank you for giving me the oldest geriatric fucking answer you possibly could have given to that question. <laughs> I actually think it's denture cream. <laughs> oh, it is? I think it might be. It's toothpaste. Okay. First question on when you Google AIM toothpaste, do they still make AIM toothpaste? Do they? Yes. Okay. I never used it, but I've always been a crest man myself. <laughs> Anyway, no, so AIM is not just toothpaste. It's also AOL Instant Messenger. And uh, back when I was in high school and a little earlier. Oh, AOL Instant Messenger. Yeah, it was a little yellow I, dude. It looked like the stop sign. I guy. remember. I never used it, but I remember it. My screen name was Exploding Boy. That's excellent, actually. I like that. It was after an Alkaline Trio song. Oh, really? Yeah. I it, like that. A lot of people thought it referred to coming. Oh. But it I, didn't. Now, see, my piggish, dirty, fucking ass mind didn't even go there. I'm so, I'm actually surprised. <laughs> I, I thought immediately you'd start laughing at it. No, I remember Inside Out Boy. Inside Out Boy? Yeah. Wasn't that like on a, was a Nickelodeon thing or like a, a Sesame Street thing? It's Inside Out Boy. So when you said Exploding Boy, it kind of reminded me of that. Do you want to play Brother for Sale again? No, God, please don't. All right. Um, so... Live. You're going to look up Inside Out Boy at some point, though. Okay. Live Journal was a journal that... Did that say giggity? Just shut up for a second, okay? There's a lot to unpack here. So, <laughs> so when I was in high school, uh, let me give you some background. I was awkward and fat, and I didn't really date anyone until I was like 16-ish, right? And... uh I moved from one city to another um, when I was a junior. <clears throat> and I was very emo. <laughs> you don't emo means, right? <coughs> yes. I was one of those kids. Um, so my first entry here, let's see. And I found my live journal, and I noticed a couple things. One, I... <laughs> I, I put this out there, and people read it. You, you'll see that, like, some of the stuff that I say in this fucking journal. How old were so, you? So I was, uh, 
17, 16, uh, 16, 17, 18. Uh, so like 17 to third. Yeah. How old am I? 33. So like seven, 15 to 17 years ago, basically. Um, so I'm going to start with, I also noticed a second thing. Did I just read that? What, what? Lil D got the beats to make, make your booty, booty go clap. clap. Yep. Oh my God! So I'm gonna read a couple of entries here. My uh, band and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, is a mess. I'm gonna protect the innocent and I'm gonna keep names out of it. Especially, there's a couple of people that like <laughs> one person in particular that th- it did not end well with this person lo- a lot later in life. And uh, I was so fucking dramatic, Jay. Like so, it, it's just the antithesis of how I am now. Like now I'm cynical and like I'm not. Yes, Very, you're not dramatic. I'm not dramatic, really. Like I'm, I'm dramatic when it comes to like politics, <laughs> but I'm not like a dramatic per. Like I, my emotional range is pretty narrow. No, because if there is any kind of drama whatsoever around you, you get really fucking pissed off about it and say, "Just stop with the fucking drama." Yeah. So, but back then, man. First of all, the the tagline for this journal is "I'm stronger without you." Yes, I noticed that. Um, the picture is black and white young dean wearing a heart a, a, a hat with nautical stars on it to the side so i was in a band <clears throat> called frontline heroes which is a great name for a band yeah but it's also an extremely pretentious name for a band especially when you didn't serve in the military well i just think that as today's pandemic is frontline heroes is actually kind of cool yeah but i'm not one of them <laughs> Okay. So I feel like it w- It was back then. It didn't. Ch- times were different then. People were more forgiving. Yeah, they were. But I used um, the F A blank blank O T word in this journal a couple of times, which was embarrassing reading that now. Uh, but again, man, like I was, I was in high school. But anyway, I'm going to read the first entry here. It's called My Band is a Mess. I also lie a lot. I lied so much in this journal. Why? All right. So was it to make yourself feel better? We'll get to that. My band is a mess. Entry number one, February, uh, April 17th, 2004. So 16 years ago and change. Well, in case you didn't know me and blank, I can, I can say her name. Amanda broke up on the third after 17 long months. <laughs> It's now April 17th, and I'm at the oh-fucking-well stage. I see her everywhere, though. Yesterday, me and Blank were driving to the beach, and I saw Amanda with her goofy-ass pigtails standing with 20 guys. What a shock. Okay, that's a lie. At the youth center. <laughs> so I yelled, fuck you, out the window. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if Blank. And Blank is the new girl I was dating. We're going to call her Betsy. Okay. Was is going to kill me for this, but she's fucking awesome. We've been talking for the last week or so and she's really gotten my mind off of Amanda. And I know that some people, such as her friend, think that I'm rebounding off Betsy, but just so you know I'm not. So now who writes this in a pub like this was like in my like people could read this. I I would put it out there. A lot everyone did. Everyone had one of these. Okay. Every emo kid had one of these. Okay. So, like, I was calling people out by name. Yeah, that's what the people must have thought I was a whiny little douchebag. Well, I, dude, you know the person that calls, right? Oh, God. 
I mean, that's what they do. Even today, that's what youth do today. I mean, social media, and this is the beginning of social media. This wasn't even like MySpace was the beginning. Facebook wasn't even out yet. So let's move on to the band stuff. Am I, am I correct? Twitter wasn't even out no, yet. Facebook, Facebook, I think Facebook, I was a, Facebook I was a freshman washed in college. MySpace. So Facebook, you used to have to have a EDU address to use it. To use it, correct. So I was at Salem State. It was my first semester in 2005, and that's when Facebook came out. And when it, um, and when, when it pu- went public, it was like 2007-ish. Yeah. yeah. Um, because Facebook was originally supposed to be like a yearbook type of site. Right, right. And it was also for college students to basically meet up and, yeah, and hang out. It and was stuff. meant to be like a living yearbook. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to skip the rest of the mushy girlfriend stuff. I had a about story about Facebook at some point. You can. All right, hang on. Well, you're going to like this. So these are all lies. Everything we're about to tell you is a lie. Okay. okay. I used to lie about my band a lot. Okay, before I get into the band, I got to do some advertising, LOL. Frontlineheroes.tk. What is TK? Do you remember? No. <laughs> I probably, it was probably the cheapest domain available because it was like Timbuktu or something. It was like $1.99 for a year. What could TK be? I don't know. I was thought, I thought like TIAC, but TIAC was a web browsing. No, uh, .tk is like a country domain. You know, you can register like different country yeah. domains. That's what it was, but I don't know what the fuck TK was. That's anyway, weird. Anyway, we've got a show at the ITAM, the Italian-American, on April 23rd, the All Asia in Cambridge on May 12th, the Palladium in Worcester on May 15th, and the Axis in Boston on May 22nd. Okay. Every one of those was a lie. I was going to say, you played the Palladium? No. Bro, we, we would play like people's backyards sometimes. <laughs> And if Peter's wow. listening to this, I, I don't know if Peter listens to this. Peter was my drummer, and he, him, and I lied so much. We we lied to the point where like we would take, we would look. Remember MP3.com? Mm-hmm. We would go on MP3.com. I used to be on MP3.com, and we would look for like really obscure bands that no one would ever hear of, and we used to tell people that that was us. And I was the singer, and like you could hear that it wasn't my voice. Wow. But me and Peter would be like, yeah, this is our new album. I literally had two CDs on mp3.com. I used to love mp3.com. Yeah, it was great. So, Plus, anyway. if you were in a band you and you had music on there, they would actually build the CD for you. You could send the artwork in. They would. I actually ha- I'll show you the one that I did with them. Uh, the artwork came out amazing. They used to be cool. What happened to them? Did they get buy, bought out by, um, was it CD Baby that destroyed them? Who? CD Baby. No, no. Who do they destroy? MP3.com. No, it wasn't CD Baby. It was um, something now. It was CD Now. That's what it was. Yep. Yeah. Uh, in other news, <clears throat> school. So this was right after I transferred from Riverdale Wakefield. In other words, in other news, school blows so much ass. It's incredible. Um, but yeah, I'm going to die next Tuesday when I get my report card. I did so bad. Maybe it has something to do with the fact that I have a horrible home life. I hate where I live. I hate my school. I got in a fight at school. I got dumped, and I practically had a nervous breakdown all in the same term. God, you were so emo. But God forbid my parents <laughs> would ever understand that. Like, not for, like how angsty is this? <laughs> I, I have a horrible home life. I, what? 
I did nothing at home. Nothing even happened in my house. It was like, like I would just go home and, and sit there and fucking like watch TV. My, I would watch TV and get fat. That was my entire existence in high school. I, so just think, I, it's, I think it's funny because you were, you were like crying out. Oh, bro. These get so bad. Um, oh, that actually isn't a lie. What else? There was a couple I really wanted to read. Um, so we had a um, we had a singer. His name was Anthony, and Anthony was a crazy person. Um, he actually, I think he he's been in and out of prison. Jesus, I, I don't know what he's doing now. Well, he ain't singing. No, well he used to, so he he uh he used to we were we were a screamo band for a time. Remember screamo? Yeah. And he used to take the microphones, and in order to psych himself up before the shows, he would slam the microphones into his forehead. Yeah, a lot of screamo dudes, a lot of punks So do hard that. that he'd dent the mesh, and he'd have, like, a grill pattern in his head. Yeah. Yeah, he would, and, like, he would, that's how he would get fucking pumped. And he was terrible. <laughs> well, I mean, punk bands used to do shit like that, too. Um, so I want to... I, I, I'm not going to read all of these, obviously. I just want to point out the highlights. I was so insufferable that somebody created a fake account. Oh, my God. And I can't find it anymore. I think it's been deleted since, but I did stumble upon it at some point fairly recently. Um, but anyway, someone post- created a fake account so, called Dean Eats Dicks. Wow. And they would comment and basically say everything he's saying is bullshit. He's not in a. He's in a band. They don't play anywhere. Wow, dude! And, and like, and I think it was like one of this girl I was dating. You must have got really pissed off. Well, there's a whole thread. It's all dramatic. Um, I'll get into something else in a second. But like, someone hated me so much that they felt the need to register a fake live journal called Dean Likes Dicks, and comment on all of my posts and basically say like, these are all lies. You're an idiot. And I fucking deserved it. <laughs> I mean, I didn't like dicks. But I deserved I, I deserved the abuse that I was getting, for sure. This is a good one, Jay. So I used to tell so when I play ball when I transferred to Wakefield, and it's funny because I'm like this is like a confessional for me, and like people who know me from Wakefield, they all knew this was bullshit. They had to, okay. But I was trying to fit in, right? You had and moved. I just transferred, and I was trying to like you pump moved from myself where? up from Rivera to Rivera, okay. And I was trying to like, I don't I don't know what I was trying to do. I, I was trying to like get people to like. Well, look, look at how cool I am. Like, I do the things you do. Like, you know what I mean? Like, just yeah. trying to like, create this, like, interesting life when I didn't have one. Um, so I used to tell people I played baseball because I didn't make the Wakefield baseball team the first year I was there. So I lied, and I said I played for AAU, and I made up an AAU. Do you know what AAU is? AAU is like a – it's the amateur athletic union. It was, like, the it was one step below, like, semi-professional baseball. It was, like, Cape Cod League was, like, the next step up. And the Cape you, Cod League. You actually wrote that? Listen, uh, right here. <laughs> We're going to read it. The Cape Cod League was like the, is, is kind of like a farm league for the majors. Like a lot of draft picks okay. come out of the Cape Cod League. So I used to tell people that I played baseball in, the, in AAU. And I used to come up with these amazing lies. Like it's so vivid. So anyway, here's a lie. Here's a whole lie that I wrote. Ready? The article, the, the, the entry's titled Play Ball. And here it goes. Woot. Just got back from my AAU game against Danvers. We won 21 to 8. I had the game of a lifetime. 
four for five, two doubles, a home run, and seven RBI. Jesus, that fuck would that Dean. would be quite. I mean, like if I'm gonna lie, <laughs> like I should have tempered it a little bit, you right? Think? Like nothing like fucking zero to a hundred. Like yeah, not only did I have a good game, but I had like an epic game where I drove in seven runs. And then I was taking a shower in 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 the locker room. And I and, looked out and, and my dick th- grew and, six inches. And six girls that were in the audience <laughs> came in and fucked me and blew me. It was amazing. <laughs> Post game bukkake is the best kind of bukkake. I had a camera in the shower, but Wait, it why got would it be cocky? Da- but it but it got damaged in the, with the water, so I don't have no pics <laughs> to show you guys. Yeah, I had evidence, but my dog ate it. What the fuck, uh, dude? I, so then I got home and I pulled out my dick, and it was eighteen inches long. No, so I used my dick as a baseball bat and in I that went game. Four for five with two doubles <laughs> and a home run. Oh my uh, god! All right, so now here's where I tried to like I try to hedge a little bit. So what if it was an inside the parker saying the home run was an inside the park home run? Yeah. It still counts. LOL. My team, the Peabody Gators, which I made up. It's a great name. But like, here's the thing: the internet existed in 2004. Right. They could have easily validated that this team didn't exist. Well, I'm sure people had like friends or family members in Peabody could have said, "Hey, have you yeah, heard of the Peabody like, you Gators?" Would think that I would be like, I would like be like, "Oh yeah, I play for the Falmouth." Uh, we're in horse jockeys or something like, like I pick a town that's two towns over. At the end, dude, somebody called you. I'll be like, oh yeah, well I got drafted down to Florida, so now I play for the Florida fucking. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell's wrong with you? That's uh, me. Uh, um, God. Uh, anyway, so my team, the Peabody Gators, is now fifteen and eleven, which modest. We're only four games above five hundred. We have our last two games on Sunday and Wednesday. You know how you can tell this is a lie? Because um, I'm right way f- too many details. Right from the beginning? Sunday against Framingham, <laughs> who we have to beat to make the tourney. You know, the tourney. And Wednesday against Baltimore, the best Baltimore, Belmont, excuse me, the best team in the league, who we have to beat and cross our fingers if we lose to Framingham. And, Dude. By the way, I was a pitcher, Jay. And I'm starting against Belmont. They're twenty-two and three, and I got to oh, pitch against them. You're the starting picture pitcher. Yes, I think I just shit myself. I hope we beat Framingham, so I don't have to pitch with the tourney on the line. Anyway, my stats look like this so far this season: <clears throat> batting average three thirty-three, two two uh, six doubles, no triples, two home runs, fourteen RBI. What are you fucking Babe Ruth pitching? Seriously, dude. ERA three point four eight. 16 strikeouts. That's the highest ERA I've had since I played Revere Babe Ruth and wow. pitched one game. Shit. But, hey, the person who posted on this girl's journal saying I suck at baseball must have been right. That's where I could find that person that would like. It was actually the girl I was dating. He would comment on all, all her posts and basically say, like, your boyfriend's a lying idiot. I can't believe that you actually wrote this stuff. Yeah, I did. Every day. Like and that. like you said, though, it wasn't like the internet wasn't around. People could read this stuff and, like, <laughs> did anybody, like, other than the dude that called you out on the internet, did anybody, like, confront you, like, in school or anything? So or? there's a post in here somewhere where I apologize. I must have edited it. Um, wow, look at that one. I know. I'm not going to read all like, these. It's just me bitching about my parents and saying I'm weak emotionally. Jesus. 
this is why I came to Wakefield. It was the quiet kid that no one really knew for a year and a half. This is why I'm not the happy-go-lucky kid all my Revere friends once knew so well. I wish I could start over in this town, but obviously I can't, and it's too late to try now. I'm not quiet. I'm not antisocial. I'm just intimidated because I'm not the same confident me that could make friends so easily two years ago. I'm sorry. I don't want to post this. I don't want people to think I'm weak. I'm not weak. I have Betsy. She keeps me strong. I forgot to mention that. The only bright spot right now. Betsy, I love you, baby. You keep me sane. Thanks so much for being there. You mean the world to me. <laughs> wow. Oof. Should we write a song about her? For her? Uh, probably. Yeah. It probably was fucking awful. Um, what does that say? I don't know. I'm Sexy journal? Yeah, who knows, man? I love the fishes because they're so delicious. What? Yeah. What is that? It's not interesting. I want to find the ones about Wakefield. Okay. Th- this is me trying to be funny. So here's a... Uh, Here's a here's an article called Woo. Woo. And the music I was listening to at the time was apparently I'm a little hornball by Mother Goose. Oh, that's me. Sorry. It actually was perfect timing. That's good background music for what I'm a little hornball. So this one I was in summer school, which is true. I failed physics. Okay. I failed physics because I had a physics teacher named Ms. Withy who hated my guts. She was like 85 years old and fucking miserable. She was the most miserable woman. Um, But a lot of people really loved her. And I think I just was a pain in the ass. Um, But I failed physics and I had to go to summer school. And I can't read this post because it's literally incoherent. And I said, man, oh, man, I am blacker than night. What? To close it out. All right. I don't know. Okay. Um, these were really popular back then. <clears throat> so they used to do these surveys where, like, basically you'd, like, get a list of things that you had. What the fuck? Where you'd um, you get, you'd copy and paste <laughs> a list of random shit, and then you'd put a star next to the ones that are true. Um, oh, I've seen stuff like that. I'm not going to go. Anything good in here? I've changed a lot mentally over the last year. I put five stars next to that one because I was very dramatic. I would get plastic surgery if it were 100% safe, free of cost, and scar-free. I said yes to that. Why? I have, I fucking, I don't know. You put five or four stars next to the one uh, at the bottom. I I need money right now? Yeah. I couldn't survive without caller ID. Why would you be able to survive? (laughs) Because you'll never know when it's a murderer calling. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? I have a lot of mood swings. <laughs> that seemed that one seemed accurate. I think Britney Spears is hot. Oh, here's a nice dramatic one. The question was, I think prostitution should be legalized. I didn't star it, but I said, maybe then I'd fucking get some LMFAO. Wow. Wow. Is right. Yes, indeed. Uh, or should I say, yes, indeed. I believe in God, star. No, you don't. Well, man, you know what else I used to do around this time? This what? is insufferable. You're going to hate this. Okay. It makes me uncomfortable to think about this. So, All right. Um, up until like ninth grade, 
I never had a girlfriend. Oh my god, Jay. What? This is so dramatic, and I don't think I can read it. Gonna, I think That's, I should have you read it. I'm not reading that. I I'll, think you should. Read I will it. stumble all over that. I think you should. I'm horrible this. at reading. I can't even see it from here. You can't read that. Oh my god. So wait, let me let me finish that thought. So, I used to ask girls out a lot, and I had this kind of like reputation where I would just ask girls out. Like I would just kind of move through the girls in my class and ask them out, and then I would keep a tally of how often I, I got rejected. And then I would always like mention it like on aim and live journal as like, as if it were a team's standings record in a sport like Oh and six or Oh five and one. What the fuck Dean? And I used to say like, Oh, add another one to the list. Now I'm Oh seven. Wow. And like, I remember doing that like a lot. Why? Because I was insufferable. You're, you're <laughs> tortured soul. So should I read some? I don't know. I, I, I said my mood was pissed off. This is uh, July 21st, 2004. I wrote here this I, fucking diatribe. I was, I was gonna, here I stay trapped inside myself. Where are you going? I'm reading. Wait, I want to read the comments first. Why? Okay. So this is where it gets good. This person that commented is Amanda, the girl that I was dating as a sophomore in high school. We broke up when I was a junior, and I, the person that she started dating, comments on this a lot, and him and I used to like go back and forth and like talk shit about each other, and I wrote, I know, well that was this was the girl that I was dating at the time, and this was my ex below it. Okay, hardcore emo writing there, son. Yeah, that's what it says, quote unquote. Yes, and then everybody was into the woo, huh? I know. So I'm going to just read highlights of this. I wrote this. It was just like dramatic, like emo. I broke up with somebody, blah, blah, blah. I think by skimming it that it's like about my ex and how we broke. I keep calling it my ex. It was a high school relationship. It's like it, it's so laughable now, but I, I'm pretty sure this was to her at this, at this point. Um, here I stay trapped inside myself fighting as my heart struggles to distinguish want and need. I can't even read this, Jay. I, I know I need you, darling. I want you to be my everything. I'd fight for you, die for you, but it's worthless. In the end, all I can hope for is a simple glance. I'll never be your prince, just another face in the crowd. Yet I try and I continue to fight. I can't give up. I can't let my story end this way because there are so many chapters unwritten. The ink bottled up in my pen. <laughs> Bursting at the seams, but I can't force myself to write what I don't believe in. I, I can't read this, man. It was dark. Oh, this is what I, this is me describing our breakup. You ready? It was dark, cold, late. The wind-driven rain pelted Jesus my windows Christ. like bullets. It was fitting, actually. I'd be surprised if you remember. If you remember my touch, my pleads, how I held you for that last time, those final seconds before you left my life forever. With the final kiss, you turned your back on me, not knowing how deeply you had stabbed mine. <laughs> wow. And it goes on and on and on and I, on. It goes on forever. It's like a thousand words. I'd like, I'd like to put music to that. Can I read you her response? Yeah. <laughs> so. I like the first line right there. So, oh my God. 
<laughs> All right. So the girl I wrote this about literally writes this. And this was like three months after we broke up. And I was dating another girl. 17-year-old Dean had found new love, I guess. I don't know what came over you that compelled you to write this or even for that matter, send it to me last night at like 11. <laughs> but I'm sorry that you're still on this and I thought we could be friends, but clearly you can't handle it very well. Oh, it's the old, not that the, this, old I, the old I thought we could be friends yeah, deal. That always works out. Yeah. It's not that this didn't affect me. It's just that I know I we're friends, but happy. we don't see each other's dicks, do we? If you want, if that's the no, but you know what I'm saying. Like when women always say that after they break up with you, I don't mean to interrupt. I just want to say this one thing. It's like, well, wait a minute. Um, I know what you look like naked. You know what I look like naked. We had intimacy. We 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 hung together, and so you just want to be my friend. I think that there are. I I've had exes that I remained friends with for a while, but I feel like eventually it just kind of gets the best of it. Pretty much. It um, happened to me yeah. with somebody, and we're not. She's a nice person and stuff. There's no way that we could have remained friends. But you got to remember, I'm 17. Yeah, I know. This is what's killing. This is killing me right now. So like, now. it's just funny looking back, right, and thinking like, when I was 17, this all felt so real. Well, yeah, it is real. Like I was. That's your whole so world. Devastated by it. And now I look at it, and it's like. It was so insignificant. Well, like because I think when you're an adult though, Dean, like like even things like I, I talk about with yeah. certain person think, in my life. But it's amazing how things change. It's and amazing. Like change. And like, it's amazing how they change within a year or two. Yeah, because like literally like probably six months after this episode, I was on to the next thing. And yeah. just for, like it's it's just like when you're a teenager, everything's oh, so fucking amplified. It, it is. It is. There's no question. It is. But so his the rest of her is and not to get su- real serious and stuff. That's why it's so hard for teens today to come out of that. A lot of them commit suicide and stuff like that, and it's sad, you know what I mean? Because it gets deep. It's deep-rooted. And like you said, within six months to a year, you're like, what the fuck? What was that all about? You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, so, bullying is a different story. Like, I'm not talking just about I'm not talking, you're about, talking about like when kids break up and they get real, real sad and they, yeah, they want to kill themselves. Yeah, real emotional it. shit, like, fucks people up, man, you know, and like, at I wonder, that age. You know, it's funny because, like, when I have kids someday and they get to this age... Like, I, I wonder if I'm going to be able to, like, re, like I, I think that, like, when you're that age, you don't believe anyone that tells you that this won't matter. Right. That this is completely insignificant. You will not even remember. Well, you're going to read your live journal 16 years from now. I was going to say, you have something to give to them and say, here, read this. Yeah, read that. Read this. Did I sound stupid? Did I? No, not that. Just like I can identify with you because I wrote this when I was your That's a good age. Point. I should hold on to this. Yeah, take I would. I'd fucking i'd I'd make copies of it. But anyway, real quick, this is the rest of the response, which I deserved every word of this. Uh, it's not that it didn't affect me. It's just that I deserve to be happy as your friend because that is what I want in this relationship, if you even want to call it that. But whatever you know, like I enjoy talking on the phone with you because you have to be the most insane person I've ever met. And it also made me feel better better that I thought you didn't hate me after what happened. Look, I've apologized a million times. By the way, she's apologizing for breaking up with me. <laughs> and really, I shouldn't because I didn't do anything. That in uh, I prepared you for it, and then you brought it up, and you know the rest. So it's been a real long time now, and I've made a special place for you and moved on. If you loved me, why do you keep doing things like this to make me feel like I did something wrong or broke the law or something? I just don't understand why you can't embrace your friends and move on. Um, and then this kid, Mike, comments, 
it, he's just un, unnecessarily aggressive because her response was pretty poignant. And he goes, if you don't like what he writes, then don't read it. Right. <laughs> and then her new boyfriend goes, she has the right to post the whole, she has the right to post this. The whole fucking thing is about her bleep F word. And then I tried to claim it wasn't. Oh, Jesus. Dude, it just kills me because you guys got deep, but like, I've been through stuff like that in school, but uh, we never got deep. Why do I fucking bother? That's the name of this entry is why do I fucking bother? Girls are so fucking shallow. Who cares about past, right? I don't even know what that means. <laughs> yeah, I'm so fucking ugly because I don't have fucking rock hard abs and a blank emo haircut. Shut up, shallow. I don't know why I fucking bother. Fuck this. And then fuck this in big letters. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> What's up? Someone commented. And then someone asked me if I'd consider the blow the Bowflex, which I did not <laughs> consider the Jesus. Bowflex. Um, my ex-girlfriend is on acid. So this is when the drama, the drama started. Her new boyfriend's name was Perky. What? And I called him out on this and I, I'm not going to read this, but it's a very aggressive rebuttal to him basically telling me to leave Amanda alone. <laughs> His real name was that James. Why do they call him Perky? His last name was Perky. It's just a weird name. Hi, I'm Perky. <laughs> well, it's funny. I thought I was going to be able to just sit here and read these, but like the more. Oh, okay. Here's a good one. Here's another live for you. Ready? <clears throat> November 15th, 2004. Wow. It's November. I haven't updated this thing in quite a long time. Jesus, you're so fucking young. But yeah, stuff is pretty much the same for, except for dot, dot, dot. We play the Palladium in five days. So I'm going back to this lie. Yeah. Today we had practice and four of the hottest girls ever came. Our new roadies. What? I don't know. Oh, man. Best practice ever. Oh, you said laugh out loud. I forgot the mic at my house because I'm a dumb piece of shit. So I just sang loud the whole time. We sound pretty good. Not exactly going to win on Saturday. It was a battle of the bands that I was lying about. But I don't care about winning. I just want to put on a good show. Wow. I just want to put on a good show, man. Oh, here's a good one. Today I had a scary thought <clears throat> that kind of summed everything up. I was looking around school today, and then I thought, who are these people? And then I thought, if I don't have a past or a future in Wakefield, and 99% of my friends in Revere forgot about me, then I'm kind of just there, lost, I guess. Wow. You really... I was so fucking dramatic. You were, and you really like continually to march on with that bit about not being accepted in Wakefield. Oh, and my fucking dad is a dick face, and I hate him. <laughs> Jesus. Sorry, sorry, Dad. <laughs> Didn't mean that. <laughs> he talks about how, stu how, how all he talks about is how I should be in the band to make money, but I don't want to be. I just want to fucking play guitar and sing, and everyone shut the fuck up. Wow. In Coffee House, too. We played in Wakefield on the 4th, and no one had the balls to say shit to my face. What? I'm so angry, man. But, of course, there's going to be assholes that say shit behind your back or behind their computer screen. So I know what I'm talking about here. We played what was called the Coffee House in Wakefield. I think you I told, told me this. Story. Yeah. And my voice cracked really bad. And 
our drummer didn't bring his drum mat, so his kick drum was drifting sliding all to over the, the point place. where we couldn't reach it anymore. So we just stopped playing it, and our bassist was out of tune, and it was a fucking disaster. And I deserved all the ridicule I got for it. But you were playing the Palladium on Saturday. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we were obviously <laughs> were very ready for the uh, for the Palladium. Clearly, every fucking article starts with woo. Oh, here's what I lied about going to UMass Lowell for free. Here's the thing. I didn't actually get into UMass Lowell. Uh, what a good week it's been. This is but you went to UMass Lowell. Eventually. Oh. As an adult. December 18th, 2004. What a good week it's been. I got that scholarship thing for four years free tuition to any UMass and all the state, state schools. That was a half-truth. They gave this award away if you did good on the SATs, and it covered, like, tuition. Yeah. But tuition and fees... Tuition is like 5% of it. So that wasn't a total lie. Um, that's all. That wasn't that interesting. <laughs> really giving you a window into my life here, though. Dean's life. Well, I mean, you know, I think we've all been through this shit. Here's a poem I wrote. Oh. You want to hear the poem? Sure. Do you actually want to? Yeah. Oh, God, I can't. I can't, I can't read it. <laughs> I can't. You want some music behind it? <laughs> it has to be sad and dramatic. Sad and dramatic. Yeah. Let's see what we got. Let's see. Uh, hold on. So, by the way, if you want to read this for yourself, <laughs> go to deanp01.livejournal.com. I am giving you permission to go read this. And you can ridicule me as much as you would like to on social media or email us, belligerencepodcast at gmail.com. Really give it to me. Really really let me have it, everybody. Because uh, I'm obviously not reading the vast majority of this stuff. Um, and, and it's really an experience. And read the comments, too. What are you doing over there? I'm going to give you some Well, when, I'm music. ready when you are. That was not a. That was the hold, major note. Hold on, is, Just relax. I'm working on this. Keep talking about. So again, the address is deanp01.livejournal.com. I can't believe I'm giving this up, but like it's funny because it's one of those things where like I'm embarrassed by it. Why? But it's also like such a funny part. Like it, it's literally like I'm reading a, a, a journal from a person that I don't know. I wouldn't be embarrassed by it. What were you like as an angsty teenager? Were you angsty? See, in my day, <laughs> it was um, like. Well, would all right, let me ask you this question? So, seventeen-year-old Dean get along with seventeen-year-old Jay? No. Why not? Because you were an emo kid. Yes. Okay. I was your typical long-haired, leather jacket, boot-wearing. Goth. Well, no. Goth wasn't even around yet. Like uh, Greaser? No. We were like we were like uh, metalheads. We were, we fought a lot, like fist fighting. Like you fought each other? Or other yeah, people? other people. Um, we were tough kids. We were, we were kids that, like... We didn't, we didn't, we wouldn't write about it. We just punch you in the fucking face. So, 
Would 17-year-old Jay beat up 17-year-old Dean? There might have been that situation, yeah. If you like unprovoked? Oh no, it'd have to be provoked. Oh, I wouldn't have provoked you. There were a lot of uh I was a, I was the epitome of a little bitch back then. If if Yeah, you know, we weren't French. Literally, we weren't like that. Like if you didn't stand up for yourself, you, you and and the only way you could do that was to either fight or prove yourself somehow. So ready? It's kind of like we were the last frontier of the old school way of thought of like how you grow up. Like men are men. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, the old gender roles kind yeah, of yeah. deal. Yeah, yeah. That's why I'm such a fucking asshole now because. Because <laughs> everything's different, damn it. Everything sucks. <laughs> Hold on. Jay, you can't be composing a song over here. I got to. Come on, it's a podcast. Okay. I'm just going to read it. Ready? Here we go. All right. I felt for sure last night that once we said goodbye, no one else would know these lonely dreams. No one else will know that part of me. I'm still driving away, and I'm sorry every day. I won't always love these selfish things. I won't always live. It was my turn to decide. I knew this was our time. No one else will have me like you do. No one else will have me. Only you. I'm, I'm, I'm reading it like Dracula because that music's throwing me off. You'll sit alone forever if you wait for the right time. What are you hoping for? I'm here now. I'm ready. Holding on tight. Don't give away the end. The one thing that stays mine. Amazing it still seems. I'll be 18. I won't always love what I'll never have. I won't always live in my regrets. That's it. Stop. Stop. <laughs> the really fucking low note. Boy. That, thank you for playing the music because I, I would have been too embarrassed to just read that. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. I wrote that right on the spot. Wow. What a guy. I'm special. What a guy you are. I'm a special boy. All right. Well, that's all I'm going to read. I mean, there was one post that I wanted to get to where I mentioned... Uh, that Wakefield made fun of me. Like, they, in the, like, commencement when we graduated. Yep. They actually made fun of me. What are you doing? I'm listening to you. No, you're not. I shut it off so it wouldn't play anymore. I can't find the post, but. Words. Don't suffice. Don't suffice. Anyway. The, the actually, one- you know what would be really cool? If you had like Patrick Stewart or like Edward Earl Jones, like read your journal. <laughs> I think I could. What's it? Who's Edward Earl Jones? Isn't Edward, Edward Earl Jones was. Um, That's not his name. You're thinking of the guy that did uh, Darth Vader. Yeah. It's not Edward. What is it? I don't know. I thought it was. No. Yeah. James Earl Jones. James Earl Jones. All right, I was Edward off. Edward Earl Jones. Who's, who's, who's Edward Earl Jones? He's got to be somebody. Look it up. No. but Please? Ed, uh, Jay, come on, man. Uh, come on. Edward Earl, Earl Jones. Jones. Edward Earl Jones. No, he doesn't exist. Oh. 
Oh, shit. Anyway, <laughs> what I was looking for here. Oh, man. I, by the way, I didn't hate. Hate's a strong word. I Back in 2005, <clears throat> um, the gay, th- gay LGBT, it was still like in its infancy as far as like being like at the forefront yeah. of like social issues and like, you know, the. Well, I mean, the only thing, mind of the public. I think the only thing that was of, around back then was just gay pride. But let me read this paragraph. So Am I correct? Me, I mean, that's yeah. But this this is me uh, once again bitching about how I'm. This is me self loathing and bitching about why I I can't get a girlfriend. Right. The anger in that line in the middle is killing yeah. me. <laughs> I look like a wildebeest, and everyone is a mindless media drone who wow. sees these blanket blank. OT ass pretty boys on TV and the clones that go to local high schools with their stuck up feministic personalities and their fucking gelled up crew cut in cashmere sweaters and find that attractive. I'll never go there. I'd much rather be 200 pounds with stubble, shaggy hair and normal well-fitting clothing than ever go there. Men should be men, not women. Men should be lumberjacks and wear nothing but plaid and eat sawdust and shit bricks. Not metrosexuals. What the fuck is a metrosexual? Seriously, what the fuck is up with American pop culture? When did it become manly to wear tight shirts, weigh 75 pounds, shave your legs, use three gallons of hairspray every morning, train your voice to be high-pitched, wear shirts with completely arbitrary sexual innuendos from Abercrombie and Fitch, and walk around with an I'm better than you personality. I don't mind homosexuals. It's a choice. If that's your thing, then I respect that. But why do people pretend to be gay? Is that attractive now? Yes. People are wearing shirts from Salvation Army, a place meant to serve the poor. But let's buy the shirts from there, even though we grew up in Wakefield and really could afford to not insult the poverty-stricken by taking precious clothing from their only outlet, how did I end up there? I don't know, but um, what Boy, happened to you? Man, I was just angry, dude. Yeah, but you, you, you know, you, okay, again, coming from my point of view, that's your father talking. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right, man. Because that's the kind of place I grew up in. Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I actually enjoyed it the, uh, the, a few years ago when a guy said that I was metrosexual. I, don't, I, I thought don't, it was hilarious. I mean, like, it, it's embarrassing now. And, like, obviously, like, I hope no one listens to this and gets offended. I, I, I was 17 no, it's not years meant, old. But it's not meant to be f- offensive. Like, things it's, were different 16 yeah, years ago. Yes, they it was were. like, you know, it was the beginning of the being mainstream. And, like, people still at that point, it's, it's actually interesting. Because I remember, like, remember people used to make the argument that being a homosexual was a choice. Remember that was like the big argument that mm-hmm. people made. And like, I don't, even, well, I don't think that that's my, not true now. My like, fav- I don't feel that way at all. My favorite thing was, um, people, if, if you were, if you were gay, like my mother said to my sister, Oh, it's just a face. Yeah. I, I heard that growing like, up. Will you stop? Like, come on. You know what I mean? Like my sister's gay. Like get over it. Are you going to, are you going to love her less? No. You know what I mean? Some people are though, dude. Some people are like that. But the way we grew up, I mean, that that's that would totally reminded me of something your dad would say. And I don't know your dad that well, but I know that your dad's a hardcore American Marine, and he that's how my father was, and that's the way I was brought up. You know what I mean? Yeah, that that, that is definitely. I didn't think of that, but I think you're right. 
Yeah, and it's not a big deal. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just that times change, people change, ideals change. Well, I was 17. I mean, like, I didn't know anything. I didn't know anything. No. <laughs> like, but you were, does? But you were also angry because a lot of the shit that you said in that was true. Like, growing up, I was, I, for me in high school, mm-hmm. you know, like I said, I wore a black leather jacket, I wore boots, you know, it was, and I had long hair. That wasn't the norm in high school, dude. High school, everybody had, you know, fucking polo shirts on, and you either played football, basketball, baseball, or hockey. I played football, but I left football to be a musician. I found music. I found that more interesting. But the thing was, is that a lot of people that, you know, if you didn't wait, like, for instance, you're ready. This is my thing in my school, ready? You had... You got, you had it be, in order to be cool in high school, you had to wear corduroy pants. Wow. Yeah. Really dating yourself. Yeah. But that's like corduroy pants on one day. You would get beat up for that shit. You have corduroy pants now. I have fucking jeans on. I'm not saying you own them. I don't own corduroys. I thought you had corduroys on once. Never. Someone did. (laughs) I refuse. I found the thing about. Wait a minute. I did go out with a girl from Medford that. Um, I think I talked about the Jackaloni twins once. She made me wear a pair. Of, she said, you, you need to get corduroys. You think when uh, when they got married, the hashtag was, you'll never Jackaloni. Oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> it. A wrong slider, Jay. <laughs> okay. um, real quick. I, I know that I was found, bad. I found the... Um, the comment. So Maybe we should put the board over near you. No. So the de- <laughs> I was in the song for the Wakefield High School senior show. Yeah. Like every, you know, they did like a senior production. And they sarcastically said that I was going to get drafted by the Red Sox. So like that kind of gives you an idea as to whether or not my lies were sticking. Wow. Yeah. So anyway, I'm not. Well, I think I told you. I think that's all. I think I told you what happened to me in the uh, in the. In the uh, yearbook, no. So this girl passed away that was helping write to write the yearbook. Um, unfortunately, she passed away from lupus. But she passed away like during the yearbook. No, no, no. This is at years later. Um, but she, there was a picture of me leaning. I was leaning on. Uh, I was I was watching the band that was playing one of our dances, and I was behind the the amp. Yeah. And I was leaning on the top of the amp you know, watching from backstage and somebody had taken that picture of me and it said, um, most likely to fail. Oh, oh gee. Yeah, that's you, what she, you didn't, that's you what didn't she tell me that you didn't tell me it on the podcast. Yeah. That's what she wrote. And, and they let her print that in the yearbook. Really? Yeah. How'd and you I was feel about it. Huh? How'd you feel about I, it? I, I thought she was a, I can't say the word, but you know what I'm saying? Hmm. See you next Tuesday. Hmm. You know, I just, it was like, you know, how rude. But that was, that was the, that was that era. That was that click. Everybody was in a click. You had to wear the same clothes. You had to have the, like you said, the hair it had to be a certain cut, certain way. You know, it, it was just so foolish. And half of those guys, you know, they were a bunch of friggin' pussies anyway. But that's beside the point. You know, they were always tough when they were in groups. But when I was with my group of friends and they were alone, they'd walk by and they'd be like, What's up? And we just look at them and laugh at them like, yeah, okay, man, what's up? 
Yeah, but when you're with your friends, you're going to pick on us and give us shit and all that. It, it, it's but it, it's 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 the way high school is. Well, yeah. I see it with everybody. I see it with, when my nephews were growing up. I've seen it with Gina growing up. It's the same shit. It doesn't change. The faces change, but it's the same shit over and over again. And the teachers have their favorites, and it's it's so fucking stupid, dude. <laughs> and like you said, when you get out of school, none of that means anything. It's just amazing how quickly it becomes completely and totally insignificant. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, that was fun. Yeah. Uh, sorry if this was a weird episode. I, 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 I had to I, I had to share some of that. And if you do go read it again, pardon the language and the viewpoint, when I, especially when it came to, like, gay people. Like it, 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 it's I don't a different I, world. Dude. I don't think I said anything, like, offensive over the – like, I don't think I, I insulted anybody. But, like, we definitely threw those words around. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like it's not cool, but it was just part of like the lexicon back then. Like it was, you didn't put any thought into it, you know. And that's a bad thing. No, but everybody did that. In my generation, everybody was calling everybody gay. Everybody was calling, and and it was stupid. Like you would just say things like that. Yeah, you wouldn't even think about it. Yeah, you know what I mean. It never meant. Like you never think it. Think think you're saying it as like like you, you never made the connection between like. It being offensive to people well, that, who are yeah. actually gay. It wasn't. That's not you wouldn't. You were just saying it like as a just like a, a empty word. That those like, two wires wouldn't have even connected. It in was your like head. calling someone stupid. Like exactly. It, just, it didn't have that like passion. It didn't have any hatred behind it. Exactly. You know I mean? Yes. Uh, but like you know now obviously things are different. Yeah, you know, I would never. I mean, people would be shocked what we call each other off air. Yeah. Um. <laughs> it's almost like you and I challenge each other to like say the most fucked up things to each other. <laughs> How about the other night when I was really pissing you off? What? I'm not getting, well, you don't want to get into it. But I kept texting you. I just wanted to watch the movie, man. (laughs) I was just like, Uh, I just don't want to talk. I was texting Jay a political thing, but I was over and over and over and over saying it. And I just, but all I kept saying is like, I'd be watching the movie and all of a sudden I'd look over and my phone would be lit up again. I'd be like. And it's me being a wise ass. And I I'm was like, really being a piece wait, of and shit. This, this is exa- and then you go, why are you such a fucking asshole? No, sometimes? no, no. I go like this. I go, I'm going to read it. Are you going to read the whole thread? No, no, no. Just that one thing I said to you in the end. I said. It's political. You could probably guess what it is, but we're not going to. I'm not going to get into it. And I didn't, I didn't disagree with you either. I know you didn't. I just, I, I just like, I, I like to poke fun at you, even though I know this that is you it. have those viewpoints. And at the end of the conversation, I just said, dude, what the fuck is your problem? It's not every, it's not even fucking funny, dude. And you're like, I'm not trying to be funny, man. Right. But then at the very end, I I go, why are you such a fucking asshole sometimes, Dean? (laughs) (laughs) Just fucking stop, dude. I won't say stop until you say blah, blah, blah. I and won't I'm, stop until you say yeah. something, something, something. And then you did say it the next day. Well, yeah, because I was just like, all right, I'm done watching my movie. I went to bed. I woke up and I said, are we going to get coffee? All right, I admit everything you just fucking said. Yes, he is. Boom. I genuinely changed your mind last night. We had a good conversation. No, you didn't change my mind. I agreed mind. with I, you. Well, I didn't mean change your mind. I'm just saying that like you we made had a, a productive lot of fucking valid points. About and even my niece Gina blew my mind. Yeah, we're not, and maybe we can do that on a next on a different episode. It was about 
the Black Lives Matter movement. And it has and we been, had a pretty good conversation about it. And it was interesting. And I think that I don't think it was political. I think it was well, it, wasn't, it was more like like what s- should be done. Solutioning. Yeah. Yeah. It was more like a like ideal state of what the outcome of this is going to be. Yeah, because even when I got off the phone, Laura was like, what was that all about? And I told her, and she looked at me, and she looked, well, I'm like, you know, Laura, she went, hmm. Well, I saw what you shared at <coughs> 1 a.m. last night, and I saw that, and I was like, man, it got through to him. Well, because you told me to look it up. Yeah, you must have found it and interesting. And then I, I sent it, it to Gina, and then Gina shared it. Yeah. No, the it, eight can't wait. The eight can't the wait is. The eight parameters that I think it's fucking amazing for police reform, and I think it's a really good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we can do that in another episode. Um, I didn't want it to get to it. Dude, I'm so stressed. Like, again, I'm a white guy, so I'm not going to pretend like, like when I say like I'm stressed out about it, I'm like stressed out in the sense that like it makes me sick. It's sickening. And like, I, I just like, I don't think I'm ready to really spend an hour digging into it yet. I don't mean it's sickening like, oh, why is this fucking happening? No, it's sickening sickening that this this had to happen and that this is the way we've been living our lives for generations. That's the sickening part. I mean, this is the 21st fucking century, man. And it's inspiring in a way. and And I hope that it really does produce genuine change. But it's just been a lot. There's a lot of news. There's a lot of people that are ignorant. There's a lot of fighting that has been done in terms of like just on like fa- like I've been like I, there's so many people that I had like a lot of respect for and like they just say these ridiculously insensitive things like for what what are you so mad about because they're angry but what are you so mad about man like like people get like so mad and, and that's the thing they're angry like, just support these these this these I, people I, yeah like, but like you it's want, their turn yeah man. but you know what too though I think they're so angry because they feel helpless that they can't do anything so instead. And it happens. This is a human psyche thing. What they do is they they then turn around and go, well, yeah, but it's this and this and this. So what about me and my problems and and, this and that? And I get it. That's human. Um, But they're not. They're not like I wake up every morning, dude, and I think about it, and it, and it bothers me. But it's and it's like, man, these are fellow; these are our fellow Americans. They're, they're people. They're people who live in this country, and they they belong here, and it's their country too. Well, somebody brought and it. Like, uh, Zach Murphy brought this up to my attention yesterday. He said, you know, it, it, you could go through every single country and find something like this. And he mentioned Russia. And he said, the people in that country have been oppressed. He said, you should see some of the things that they've done to their own people. And how do things change? It didn't. Well, I'm saying in countries where things have changed, or even in America. how do, I mean, riots got you freedom. <laughs> Right. Well, yeah, we I, talked about that I, I last mean, night. Like, I mean, protesting is how this country was built. I yeah, mean, and it's like we should, you know, if you're a real, if you truly say that you love the Constitution and you're going to argue about how, you know, your freedom is at risk when you have to wear a mask. Well, and, that, and that, you're going to yell and scream about the Second Amendment. That fucking kills me, man. Then, then if you're doing all those things, then you should support this because this could be you. You know what I mean? Like. Just because it's not a white person that's dealing with this no. doesn't mean that, like... Well, that's what Zach's point was. He said it wasn't, you know, in in, in in Russia when he brought that up. And it wasn't just Russia, but he said, you know, those are, they're white people, and they're dealing with this shit. And like, someday you might need the right to protest. Exactly. And so you should protect it. 
right? Yeah. You should support it and you should rise, you should lift these people up and you should be part of the well, solution. Look, look what's even happening in fucking in, in China. You know? Yeah, they basically just fucking reannexed Hong Kong. They're like, oh, yeah, we're but taking it back. Fuck all and you. Yeah, people in Hong Kong are like, fuck you, man. You know, and I'm, and I'm, I, I, when I saw all that happen, that was right before the pandemic too. And I saw all that happen. I'm like, good for these people. But the same people that like, will be like, fuck China. Who do they think they are doing that? Hong Kong should rise up. No. The same people will say, like, I believe that, that Hong Kong should rise up. No, no, no. I mean, no. Like, what are you saying? Fuck China for? It's like, yes, those people have the right. Well, no, what I'm saying is like. People will say fuck China for trying to oppress Hong Kong like that. Right, right. Hong Kong should rise up. Those same people will then turn around and say, we need to squash the protests in this country. It's like, what are you talking about? Like, it, it, this is in, incredibly important. This is what, but see, this is, we don't have time to get into this because I, because <laughs> I get so fucking frustrated because like I said, and Zach had pointed out in other countries, there were things that were done to change things, and a lot of times they got squashed, yeah, and they weren't allowed to speak their mind and and be who the people that they were, and then and then you got these fucking people, you know, in the in the different governments and states and towns and cities in this country that aren't listening. But not only that, like you talk about other countries, and it's like, what we're so what what we're so supposedly so proud of in America is the fact that we don't have to deal with that kind of oppression because we have freedoms because we have a bill of rights, right? Like the reason why we get so repulsed by China literally killing protesters is because that is inherently un-American. Right. So like, why would we like what's happening right now in America is so American it is. It, it is the American phenomenon. It's 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 how this country became what it is. Dude, I never I never forget. I told talked about this before on the podcast, and and then we got to shut up because we're over. We're yeah. over. But I watched a movie. It was a show. It was a series called Sons of Liberty. Talk about fucking violence! <laughs> These motherfuckers stood up in the in Boston, stood up against the British regime throwing rocks and bricks and bottles at them and stuff because they were fucking destroying these people that came to colonize this newfound world, right? And and it, it just, it made me realize a lot. And, and, and with the conversation we had last night about all this, it made me think of that, that series. You know, it's not always going to be peaceful. No. And that's too bad. It would be nice. Of course it would, but we don't live in a fucking utopia, and it's well, not if always. If we're not careful, we're going to live in a dystopian society. Yeah. So, but no, really, it's not. <laughs> it's not always going to be peaceful. Sometimes it's going to be violent. Sometimes it's going to be loud, and and maybe make people uncomfortable. But like, that's how things change. Period. Look back at any major event in this country that was the that resulted in significant change. Go look back at it. No, oh, I know. I mean, why? Like, look at why the Civil War was fought, right? So, you know, I, I just think that people need to keep their eyes on the important thing here. And the important thing is that there are millions of people in this country 
who are Americans who feel like they're the victim of unfair brutality or bias, right? That's the point. That is the crux of this. Yeah. All the looting and the violence and all the shit people want to point out is extraneous. I think somebody said Stop this. Stop it. Stop doing it. Stop yeah. talking about it. But I think somebody said, uh, what was it? Um, geez, you just made me lose my train of thought, dude. Like, all people should be talking about, you know, and real quick, and then I'll shut up. We said, I said to you last night that if people wanted to stop, then there needs to be action. But no one talks about that, right? People who are so mad about these protests and they're so mad about <clears throat> looting. How come no one ever says, where the fuck is our Congress? Well, if yeah, you we, want it yeah, to we, stop, then let's do something about it. Right. There need, if you want this to stop, then there needs to be change. So make change happen and the protests will stop. It's really yeah. that simple. You don't put the the responsibility bring, is on the protest. Bring the to stuff, stop this. Bring it's, on, the, it's on the government. Well, the government needs to sit down, like you said, at the table with leaders from with leaders sides. from everywhere and say, "Okay, this is what we want. This so is what, what we, can we do. What can we do? How do we? How do? Just open ended question. How do we fix this? And, and not, how do you fix four hundred years of injustice? Not stupid shit like. We talked about like the majority, you know, there's this minority of people that are saying stupid shit like abolish the police and stuff like. It's like, well, okay, that's the so, other end of the spectrum. Neither, neither extreme. Extreme is the isn't. Answer. It isn't because here's the other thing. There has to be some type of law and order in any country. It in just order, needs to be in order, fair. in order for the country to survive, or it's going to be like the Wild West, man, and everybody's just going to be blowing everybody away, you know, and that. Doesn't need to happen. I don't think you need to abolish the police, but I do think there needs to be a lot more over. I, I don't think it should be a as easy to be a police officer as it is. No, and I don't think that. And I think that there needs to be federally mandated systemic reform. Yeah, where it's these are the guidelines, and if you violate these guidelines, there's going to be criminal consequences yep. for officers. Period. No, like I said, like Gina said again today, my niece, 20 years old, right? Hasn't lived a whole long time in this planet, right? She said police officers should go at least two years of, of criminal law school and uh, psychological, um, uh, what do they call it? Criminal psychological evaluations. And I, she said, you go to school now to be a cop for four to, uh, five to six months. Well, it's funny. I said to you, and I've made this like, it's sort of a joke, but it's kind of not. I feel like there's more mental vetting when you're picking a jury yeah, than there is when you're hiring a police officer. That's, that's the truth, though. Like, when you pick a jury. It's not a joke. In that's a murder the truth. Trial, like, you, you, the judge goes to great lengths to make sure that those jurors aren't biased. Right. We don't, I mean, that kind of vetting guarantees a fair trial. Right. So how come there's not an even more stringent process for that kind of vetting to make sure that police officers don't have biases yeah. like that? Because that a juror result in a, these kinds of injustices. And a juror's not handed a weapon. Yeah. I, you know exactly. what I mean? Yeah. So I mean I get it, man. You know, I mean I, I and believe me, I know a lot of police officers, they're great guys. But everyone they're good people. Even the people protesting, everyone believes. I promise you, everybody believes that 99% of cops are good cops. Maybe maybe it's not. Whatever. I'd say 95. 95. And even cops will tell you, 
you know who hates a bad cop the most? A good cop. Yeah. Right? Because, like, it's the same reason why, like, you remember we had this conversation oh, with gun fucks owners? fucks their job up. Well, like, gun owners. You've had this conversation yeah. before. Anytime, like, someone takes a fucking gun and mows down people, it makes gun owners respond, look like fucking look assholes. Yeah. So it's the same concept. So, like, nope, I hear you, man. Um, So, you know, I don't think it, people just go to these extremes. No one's saying all cops are bad, right? No one's saying, like, no one is seriously considering abolishing the police. And no one's saying that, like, um, like no, no one's asking for violence. Like, no one wants to be burning down police precincts, right? Oh, no, no. Uh, and, and, and hurting people, innocent people and what, stuff, what too. the people who are protesting want is a seat at the table. Right. They want reform. Right. So, you want it to stop, listen. Yeah, well, hopefully fucking somebody will. Well, anyway, that's all I got. I knew we I knew we weren't going to be able to completely avoid that today, but maybe we should completely avoid it. No, yeah, whatever. We did a little skit on it, so you know. All right. Uh, you got anything else, bud? No, I'm not even going to say it. Yeah, I, don't, <laughs> I already have to edit this as it is, so maybe maybe just don't say it. I'm just going to say, "Don't fuck off." How's that sound? Okay, good. Don't fuck off. Okay, I won't. All right, good. Bye. Bye.